welcome children and dare you step inside the vegan abattoir. I'm Kevin Smith. And I'm Harley Quinn Smith. That's how you start a fucking podcast, kid. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> Her face just like went like, I I thought this would be a good idea, but it's too metal for me. It was so metal so fast. <laughs> With a cool last name like Vegan Abattoir, you got to come in hard. Like, man, 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 vegan, vegan. I think that's going to turn people away. <laughs> I think what we're trying to do here is make vegan more metal so people embrace it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, welcome to our show, kids. Our brand new show, The Vegan Abattoir. It's not even our show. It's Harley's show. Harley, uh, my my kid, uh, after, let me see, 13 years of me doing podcasts and her being on some of them, episodes of Smodcast in the past, uh, she was like, I meant to do a podcast. And I, I was like, sound oh. like that. You sound exactly like your mother and that's how you both sound. I said, <laughs> oh my God, finally. You know, fucking, I, I, this made me as happy as if she came in and said, I went to make girl clerks. I'd be like, oh. Oh my God, finally. Oh my God. <laughs> so she wanted, she that went, is not what I can do with my career. <laughs> great if you just did everything yeah. I did, but did it in the girl version. <laughs> so, uh, she was, I was, she was like, how do you start a podcast? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that, I, I could give you all that information because I've done that. And as I was kind of stepping her through what she would do and what she could do and how, like, I could help her launch it, I was like, well, we come on Smodcast right before you launch your podcast. And then you go, you know, they, we tell the audience, go over to that podcast, and then boom, you're off and running and stuff like that. And then uh, I was like, you need a catchy name. That always helps. Because I was like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I get a lot. I, mean, I can't do the voice. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Thank you. It's humiliating. Right <laughs> you're like looking at me like, stop doing this. <laughs> it's so disrespectful. <laughs> um, what? Tell them why you wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to do a podcast about veganism because so many people ask me a lot of the same questions on Instagram all the time about how they should. Like, what's your old man like? Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not the question. Um, that's bro. not the one I was referring to wanting to answer at all. <laughs> um, God, what do they ask, ask you? <laughs> kind of like me, like when I went vegan. I went vegan after my heart attack. You're not. <laughs> I'm having my heart attack. You one. don't sound good. <laughs> Clearly, I'm healthy now. <laughs> I'm vegan. <laughs> no. Kid asked me to uh, like go vegan because she'd been vegan for three years, and she was real smart about never being like, "You better do this shit." But she slowly flipped everyone in the house. The first one <laughs> she flipped were her grandparents, Nan and Pop. Uh, Byron and Gail lived with us. Jen's parents. Jen, her mother, the woman I am married to. Um, she was vegetarian mm-hmm. before Harley went vegan. And of course, long before I went vegan. Um, but her whole thing wasn't like, I love yaminoles. Her whole thing was, ew. Like one day she watched a video about like a chicken farm and like, you know, eggs was the last kind of animal product she held on to. Like when I first met her, she ate bacon and shit like that. Really? Oh my God. I seen your mother eat some meat, son. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Oh God! But she did oh, back goodness. in the day. She was like, you know, she she was a carnivore like everybody else. And this was early in our relationship. And I think, like, it was probably after you were born. I guess because I'm trying to remember if she ate like meat. Yeah, I think she ate meat while she was pregnant with you because hmm. she wasn't out of that. And also, when you're pregnant with a kid, you know, and we were in suburban New Jersey. And also, I'm not even. Gonna lay it off in New Jersey. <laughs> fucking Nana was part of the problem too. She's like, you gotta eat the meats. You know, you got the fucking really? kid. And you- oh God, that's an old, that's why we were raised. That's why like your generation and you particularly 
was so awesome because you could break a chain of misinformation. Like my whole childhood, I just bought whatever I was told. I'm the most gullible fucking idiot I've ever met. Like I'm, I, I like to fancy myself That's street nice that smart. You admitted. Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so dumb. I'm, I'm just dumb as come. Like I like to think I'm savvy, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking know my way around and shit. I don't. I know my way around Kevin Smith world and shit. So it never wow. occurred to me oh. to ever question anything I was raised in. So, you know, they were like, we're Catholic. and you believe in Jesus? I'm like, who's that? He's the magic man. I'm like, oh, I'm rocks. All right. So, and it was presented as fact. And I was never like, you know, but what if they're wrong? And even though there were other faiths and then there were people like atheists who didn't believe at all and shit like that, never rocked my world. Cause I'm like, my parents told me this and my grandmother and every adult I know, wow, well, could this possibly not be true? Same thing was true of eating meat. Like, I remember being a kid and, you know, I was fairly sensitive, uh, emo kid, soft boy, as <laughs> they say, soft boy. total soft boy, nothing hard, like total, not an alpha, a Zeta or oh, whatever God. the last letter is, <laughs> Zed. So, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I, and I loved animals just like you, um, being, uh, plant-based, mm-hmm. you never want to use the V word too much because everyone gets fucking triggered. That's the one thing I've seen in my two years now of being vegan, where you're like, uh, you know, oh, I'm enjoying a vegan diet. And then, like, somebody's like, good, then I'm going to eat fucking four times as much meat, you fucking piece of shit. It's like every person on the internet. And you're like, well, uh, okay, uh, uh, you know, see you in hell, bye. Um, like, people get very triggered. And I'm not, I ain't trying to flip the world. Like, the only time I bring up being vegan is generally if I have to describe something that's going to be confusing to somebody. Or somebody asks me, how'd you lose so much fucking weight? And I'm like, oh, I went vegan. And I'm not like, come join us. Like, I ain't trying to fucking convert anybody because I know how hard it was for me to even get my head around. And then, you know, of course, everyone's like, how else are you going to get your fucking proteins and blah, blah, blah. That's what animals do. And then they'll point to that and be like, a fucking animal will goddamn eat another animal. So how we're an animal, we're just eating other animals. What's your counter to that? I saw that on your Instagram. The other well, day. my counter to that. Well, father, I, everything well you said, I'm like I have so many things to say. Um, your show, feel free to jump in <laughs> at any time. My counter to to um, the idea that, or not the idea, the fact that other animals eat animals is that that that's nature. What we do is not nature. We ha- have built industries that really run the world where billions of animals are tortured and die like all the time and that's much different than a lion killing a gazelle it's not the same thing they didn't breed. that's the circle of life we saw that yes, in the cartoon exactly once. they didn't breed that gazelle so it could be eaten by a lion True. and it, it didn't grow up in a factory it wasn't you know pumped full of hormones and everything it wasn't attached to a machine as a as a mother cows are they don't live their life attached to a machine or artificially inseminated that's like that's just nature it's different than an entire industry killing and torturing animals every single day you um are an ethical vegan Mm -hmm. because when you began life you ate meat i did when did you flip i flipped when i adopted cinnamon okay so how old are you when you adopt cinnamon um i adopted cinnamon about six years ago so but i first it took me a while but because when we adopted cinnamon who's my rabbit cinnamon was super super scared of all of us remember when she She still is well no (laughs) she loves me (laughs) but remember when she like wouldn't let anybody touch her and stuff 
because before she was surrendered to the shelter I adopted her from, she was with hoarders and her ear was torn during that. And when I got her, she she had a bunch of metal stitches, do you remember? Yeah. And they those weren't tended to or taken out or anything. She had these really gross metal stitches in her and her ear was all messed up and she was covered in pee when I got her. So she was just absolutely traumatized. Uh, rightfully Why does that so. Make you go like I want to be vegan. Well, wait a second. <laughs> uh, well, I just thought you fell down the well. Wait a like, moment. <laughs> a fucking bunny torture porn. No. We were like, it's fucking rabbit. Well, wait a second. <laughs> Your story's going somewhere. Yeah, yes, it's going somewhere. <laughs> but then, um, so she was terrified of all of us. Mm. But then, with months of showing her love and compassion, she slowly started to open up, and she she would be open to me petting her and everything like that, and getting closer to her. Um, and that only happened because I was showing her so much love and compassion, and and making her know that I was never going to hurt her ever again. She wasn't going to be hurt again, and through that, by showing her human compassion she changed into an entirely different rabbit who you might not think yeah, is different say, but right knowing there. her on the level that i know her she's to- she she's completely a, different she went from a rabbit that smelled like pee when we got her no to a she went to a like rabbit pee. who was timid and now she is <clears throat> very loving you would absolutely know better than anybody else but let me ask you this real quick like that is a beautiful story and stuff no but I, i'm not done i know but just just a <laughs> pin and we'll go back to the rest we have had dogs since you were a kid. You had no. But we bought for these those fuckers. dogs. We bought those dogs because we did not know. What do you mean? We bought those dogs. None of them were adopted. We bought them from a pet store because we did not know the difference. Right, but still, like you had seen living animal a- animals in our home. Yeah, before. but they were happy. Like I, because I, I was still living in your this was ignorant mindset that I didn't, I didn't understand any uh, of the reality behind what animals go through and uh, these three dogs that we had that w- that we bought from a pet store who were super happy and you know perfectly bred and everything except maybe shaky but perfectly i bought <laughs> <laughs> shading of the fucking best dog but in like Mulder and scully are our old labs they they were perfect mm. because wow. they were bred well okay but they looked perfect <laughs> yeah, because they Mulder were was. bred to be but Cinnamon was kind of the first creature that I met who was actually traumatized. She went through something mm. and, and she was treated horribly by humans, whereas these dogs were a part of a terrible industry of dog breeding. But they, the, before they we adopt, yeah, before we, well, I, we cannot even say adopt it. Before we purchase them, they probably don't even remember what happened to them or could have been treated well. We don't really know, but that yeah. was such a short amount of time. Whereas Cinnamon was, in the situation for two years prior to me adopting her. So a grown adult bunny. Yes. She was traumatized. She lived with that trauma and she carried it with her every day, physically in her ear and her stitches and everything, but also mentally. That's why she was so scared. Right. So I never really r- realized that with our purchased dogs. Until you read her journal, the bunny's Until journal. I read Cinnamon's diary. Until I read Cinnamon's first account like, diary. And then Cinnamon <laughs> felt that she could trust me. <laughs> hey, I can understand Cinnamon on a deep level that you cannot. <laughs> um, so wait, I, I still don't understand how. Okay, because after seeing what human compassion could do to yeah. Cinnamon, I felt it would be very hypocritical of me to simultaneously eat meat and 
contribute to industries that are so cruel to animals when I knew what compassion could do to an animal's life and how it could change their life completely. So if I, if I kept eating meat, that would just be me choosing to ignore the fact that, yeah, all these cows carry trauma with them every day and are, have a nightmare of a life in this terrifying meat and dairy industry, but I don't really care because it's not my rabbit and they don't live with me. So, how old were you at this point? Well, first I went vegetarian. <clears throat> so it was kind of over a, a, a period of time. I was either 15 or 16. And then I went vegetarian. And then about like a year or a little more later, then I went vegan. So you were eating meat up until age 15. Yeah. Do you remember meat at this point? No. Uh, probably the thought of it like groceries out and stuff. Absolutely. Um, all right. So at 15, because like uh, you had your own pet, to be fair, those dogs, like you, it's not like you chose them. They fucking came into your world and stuff. Mm. And some of them preexisted you and stuff. So this you get Cinny, <laughs> who's a rescue bunny, which is like, who even knew that fucking thing existed? Oh. Like people get rid like who gets rid of something this cute? Like normally they get rid of busted ass dogs like, you know, fucking Marty. But the Hey. <laughs> well, that dog if was mom busted. listens to this, he's going to be very upset. Yeah, I'll pay for it later. But uh, <laughs> but that dog was like, you know, on its last fucking legs. The, like I I just never occurred to me that somebody would get rid of a, a rabbit. Like it occurred to me that some people like, you know, pause, hold yourself, but eat rabbits but like it never occurred to me that somebody would be like here's a whole rabbit adoption agency because a lot of these fuckers there are so many abandoned rabbits because of easter right oh my god yeah because easter is awful because so many parents are like yeah let me get my kid a bunny that's so cute and it's not a responsibility and then once they figure out like oh yeah no they they function like a normal living being and poop and pee and want love then they're like okay bye and put them outside and also a lot of people have this assumption that domestic rabbits are the same as wild rabbits, which is not at all true. And wild rabbits have a completely different DNA and set of skills, so they can survive outside in the wild. Whereas domestic rabbits, if you put them outside, they're like, what the fuck? I, uh, where's my hay? So uh -huh. they don't know how to live. And then there's all these abandoned rabbits that need homes and thus cinnamon <laughs> so at that point you're like uh you know what i'm not I'm, i can't do meat i feel like a hypocrite and and <clears throat> you start going vegetarian mm -hmm. what what did you keep cheese or something um yeah i i will never i never drank milk because milk it's true I credit where credit's due and right before we start recording your mother is always desperate for fucking credit and attention she's like, <laughs> um, are you guys gonna talk about me I know, like, she's we're talking it. about fucking veganism and shit and she's like oh we'll find a way to mention me <laughs> she literally so did. said that exactly but to be fair like your vegan journey goes all the way back to childhood where she jennifer did not give you milk mm -hmm. that was fucking completely foreign to me Cause you know, I was, I was a milk baby and fucking everyone, whole world was milk. There was commercials, you know, milk does a body good. Got milk campaign. Like <clears throat> of the things the that you lie. could know to be true in this world, you know, fucking America, my fucking apple pie, baseball, go glass of milk. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> this sounds like an absolute yeah, nightmare. <laughs> world I grew up in. Believe me, I wasn't too fond of the baseball <laughs> part either myself, but milk was like, this is a whole good. This is the your milk. 
builds a human being. You, you milk, drink milk uh, from the well, moment you're that's born all the way up. Simply incorrect. And mom knew exactly what was up because a cow's milk is intended to make a calf grow to 2,000 pounds. Why, why would that ever be good for a human to consume? Well, I mean, step back even from there. It's just like, we're the only species that takes another living being's milk. That's the fucking weird thing. Like you're born into it and you're told like, this is what you do. And you're like, all right. So I've been drinking milk my whole life and stuff. And it wasn't until I stopped that I was like, why would I what fucking... the fuck? You wouldn't drink and a also it's dog's so arbitrary. milk? Exactly. So arbitrary. It's like, well, what if we could have gotten a fucking quart of milk out of Shecky? Uh, and you probably could have, but it would be. The and I would have been like, ew. But for some reason, I'm like, well, I don't know the cow. And then when you really step back from the milk industry, it's not even like, well, this came from a cow named Clarabelle and she lives in Pennsylvania. No, no. It is a it comes from a machine collection, though, of a bunch of different cows. Yes. Milk coming all together. And then when you start deep diving on it, it's like. Also, ew. might I say, probably I would I would argue that out of all the agriculture, animal agriculture industries, milk is probably the most cruel because these mother cows have to constantly be impregnated and then their babies are torn away from them and then they're hooked up to a machine while their babies are are killed for for veal or then raised for beef or just abandoned because male cows don't have the same value as female cows and we just gotta stop put a pin in it right now to thank one of our uh, sponsors borden the home of <laughs> milk products. Shut up. <laughs> Kill it the world yeah. over. <laughs> yes, board. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my god. Like yes, it's a, the way you describe it is. I mean, it's it's it is. It's that horrible. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, fucking chicken industry is pretty bad too. This is. I mean, not it's about, all bad, but like fucking grossing people out and bumming people out. This is just how she arrived at her conclusion. This is her journey. This is the thing about vegan abattoir. Because if anybody's made it this deep, they're like, what the fuck? I feel judged. No one's <laughs> judging me. Man, this came about because everyone's always asking us questions, asking her like more than me. Like, because if you let it be known you're a vegan and then there are other people who are like, oh, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to ask you, but I'm no fucking expert. <clears throat> She's no fucking expert and stuff. So Harley's idea with the show was I know a lot of experts. So I've got a bunch of people who ask me a question that I can give my opinion on. Like, as you hear, Harley can hold forth on the subject and she's fucking passionate as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, she can speak with erudition. It's something she knows a lot about. It's what I <laughs> care the most about in so, the world. Obviously. Thanks. As your dad. Thanks. <laughs> Except uh, for you, of course. <laughs> but the the notion, though, is like, if you were to ask, you know, Harley about Hey, man, tell me something about the milk industry. She can regurgitate what she knows. She's not even an expert on that. She's just mm-hmm. well-read and she's got her beliefs. So, you know, the problem you get into when people come up to you and you know, challenge you for fucking just living your life. You know, mm-hmm. you're not out there trying to convert fuckers and shit like that. You're just like, hey, I'm plant-based. And people are like, oh, fuck you. Information just gets lost in the shuffle for those who are like, well, I am curious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I understand. Like, she, uh, comes to it ethically. When I come to it, it's, you know, I had a heart attack and it's like, uh, the nutritionist, I'll never forget it. We were in the hospital the morning mm-hmm. after and the heart attack affected the kid because she's lived, as you can hear, something of a first world existence. Not everyone <laughs> gets the choice, the luxury of being like, I'm saying no to this because I love animals. Some people are like, like, 
it's, if I do that, then I don't eat, you know what I'm saying? So thankfully we live in a, you live in a house and you've grown up in a, in a home where we're well off enough where you can have, have the, I will, we'll argue I, later. I, I know, but I just have one thing to say. Go ahead. I, yes. You're like, oh, I, you, no. <laughs> I don't need this. Because I don't want misinformation to be being Fair spread. Enough. Go ahead. Because we're slaughtering misinformation in we vegan are. abattoir. That's, that's the that's point, the of, the point of the show. That's the point of the show. That's what we're trying to get to. People um, are like, why vegan abattoir? And I'm like, well, it's fucking metal name, number one. Number two, no. that's an oxymoron. But number three, <laughs> like, because we slaughter misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Literally what sold her on the podcast. She's like, that M clever. <laughs> I did think that was cool. I wanted the name. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, if I have to do a podcast with you to get that name, so be it. Um, yes. Obviously, we are so privileged and I feel so lucky that we have a fridge full of amazing vegan foods and everything like that. And we can afford to have like um, meat replacements and dairy replacements and everything like that, I feel which they tend to price up. Yes, a which bit. they are pricey, and I uh, feel which is kind of shitty. It, no, it's, it's really so shitty, less than what you're getting. But what I was saying is that <laughs> although yes, I feel so lucky and fortunate that we have all all the vegan um, replacements that we possibly could have. Yeah. And I realized that not everybody can afford that. They're the most affordable foods can also be vegan. If Very you true. get a pound of uncooked rice, that's going to be way less than Mind a piece you, of meat. She said affordable, not enjoyable. Yes. Perhaps <laughs> not enjoyable, but I'm saying if you wanted to be a vegan, yes. there are affordable foods, which people just do not realize because when you think vegan, I think a lot of people automatically are like, oh, organic vegetables and fruits and things like that and dairy replacements and cheese replacements, things like that. But the things, staples, which are huge staples for me, are like rice and beans. And you can get those uncooked for a very small price. And so there are many affordable vegan foods, which is just a, a, something I wanted to point out because I think that a lot of people overlook that fact. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. We're not sitting here going, you know what the problem is? Meat eaters. You know what the problem is? Fucking the people that are cruel the to animals. The problem is misinformation and, and not knowing, I really think. And that's what this show is all about. Well done, kids. So I what it back. Thank you for bringing us back. So what we decided to do was, since she knows a lot of experts, let's ask them these fucking questions. So, you know, it gives us something to do and hang out, which is always nice. But also, you know, it allows us to kind of check in with our world and how we're living a plant-based life, new discoveries and shit like that. Because I'll be honest with you, like, I never would have went vegan if she hadn't gone first. She was my little vegan astronaut. And in the hospital... Mm. the fucking uh, nutritionist uh, she's still got a mm. beef against my doctor the doctor saved my life dr mark Leidenheim. Well, thank god he saved my life he my he, enemy also he, you hear her muttering over there <laughs> harley you know being a vegan uh did not want to hear the doctor say there's nothing wrong with me you don't have to go vegan you can have okay meat. because that is the most irresponsible <laughs> responsible thing i could ever imagine a medical professional telling somebody who just had a heart attack know, you're pretty young i could imagine a lot worse than okay that. i can imagine a lot worse but somebody who just had a heart attack yeah it is science it but, is proven no no it is proven true that eating meat is one of the biggest causes of arteries being blocked mm -hmm. but he didn't say eat like a ton of meat he said in moderation i don't 
really give a fuck. I don't want you to eat any meat. It's, and obviously you don't, but I still to, I still fuck to this your day, and education. I can't believe it. Doesn't give a fuck. To this day, I cannot believe it. She was really fucking out of shape about that. Meanwhile, I'm oh just like, God. this guy saved my life. He's Batman. And she's like, no, he's not. He's the Joker. Because he was about to kill you a second time. Like he was, a, he wasn't uh, saying go eat meat. He was just saying, you don't have to go extreme. You don't have to lose meat. There's nothing wrong with okay. Your so, diet. and to be fair, a lot of people. Someone say. with lung cancer should they <laughs> still smoke every so often? Not a ton, but like well, a little you, bit. You would first have to prove that the lung cancer is a caused by the cigarettes, which let's say it was. In my case, then you would have to prove that the heart attack was caused specifically by meat. By eating. how? How old were you when you had a heart attack? Forty six. I would say that forty six years of eating. 47. Animal products is a pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's sure. That, it yeah. doesn't need to. It doesn't. You can't really prove it, but yeah. I can say that's a pretty good indicator. Indicator you, that you're tying two things together, which like the doctor did not. He was he, like, doctor wasn't like because you ate meat, you're here. The doctor was like, look, you're sedentary and you have a very poor diet, and mm-hmm. you know, and you were and genetically, genetically well. exposed also, to it. I'm sitting there going, previously. wait a second, that can't be. No, good. also genetically also exposed. Like, you know, there's a, that's, that's where, like, at a certain point, I'm so glad you were there, and I'm so glad you were born, and I'm so glad you went vegan before <laughs> I'm me. So because, glad I was born too. You know, I'm glad you were born, but like, in my selfish uh, version of my life story, which it's mine, so why wouldn't it be selfish? Like, that's where, you know, you save my life i bring you into the world by like making you with your mother but that would you fucking leave that alone vhs is she's like what is this dead tech (laughs) um but you by having a kid i saved and prolonged my own life because you had gone vegan first and you were like you know the nutritionist came into the room it wasn't even the doctor like she was steamy at dr leidenheim because they brought in my fucking lunch the next day or my he, breakfast and mm. it had chicken nuggets and harley was like what the fuck I, and i was like well if they were giving it to me in the hospital it must be okay he also said it and i had half way. a chicken nugget and i was like Ugh. that was the last piece of quote-unquote meat i ever ate and let's be honest chicken <laughs> nugget really. in the hospital <laughs> probably not really meat but so the nutritionist comes in and you know it's just like uh, well you had 100 percent blockage in your lad 100 percent occlusion like that's that's a lot of cholesterol. So, you know, you might think about trying a more plant-based diet and Harley was there and Harley being something of a, you know, first world kid who has not had much tragedy in her life. Like, you know, open up a Google news every day and you read about like people mm-hmm. who are broken in childhood. Harley had a pretty great childhood, a pretty good childhood and shit. And, you know, we, we were never struggling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she, you know, her, both her grandparents have lived with us the entire, her entire life. And so they're both alive. So she's never had to deal with like their deaths. My dad died, but she was real young when my dad died. And, and it's not like she knew him all that well. So it wasn't like that destroyed her or something. So she never really had to deal with anything all that fucking horrible happening. Well, that was for sure the worst thing that had ever happened. And she took it that way. And it's real, you know, I I was kind of like, well, I'm still here. Thank the Lord. But she was just like (gasps) really traumatized. So she spent the night in the hospital with me and she was there when the nutritionist came in and the nutritionist said plant-based and the kid was like, yes, yes, please, dad, please go vegan. And she was so like intense about it. Like, so, you know, emotional, obviously and stuff. And we're in a hospital and I just had a heart attack and put everybody through those. So naturally I was like, you know what? I ate the way. I ate for 46, was it 46 or 47 years? 
I'm 49 now. You're going to be 50 this year, though, right? That's true. So I think it was 47 that happened. Yeah, I was 47. Mm-hmm. I was like, I ate the way I wanted to eat 47 fucking years. Now I'm going to try. I'll try this for like two fucking months. And she went first before me for three years. So she was well-informed on the dopey shit that made a difference to me. For example, it's easy to be like, all right, I'm going to try to go vegan. You know, that, that sounded like a fucking nightmare. Like, like not because I'm like, fuck, I love eating animals, but I'm like, not drink milk or fucking cheese or like turkey, chicken. Like I eat chicken like all the time. Like, what am I supposed to do? So Harley had been in the space for a while and watched the space grow and was able to be like, let's go to veggie grill and we'll have a beyond burger. And, you know, I was like, oh, they got nachos with their, their version of cheese. Let me try that. So options help. And there are many options now and stuff, but the kid held my hand. She, so oddly enough, I gave her life, but then mercifully she saved my life. Not every kid gets to say that of their parents. Like I've never, I, I can never tell. I certainly can't say that about my dad. He fucking died. I was, I saved his life. He's fucking dead. My mom's still alive, but I've never had the opportunity to save her life and shit. You simply by like, you know, I know she was like, oh my God, I don't want to lose him and shit like that. But she had been a vegan. She was ethically vegan. She wanted everybody, of course, to live that way. She never forced anybody in the house to flip. One by one, they kind of just slid toward her way of thinking. And I remember she never even tried to flip me. I remember we had Thanksgiving. The last Thanksgiving, I had turkey. Mm. Everyone else was vegan. And she didn't say anything at the table. But like behind my back, she was like, a piece of shit. Because it was arguably the most disrespectful thing you could have done to the rest of us who were not eating meat to have a dead bird on the table. Um, it wasn't a whole dead bird. I think it was just some pieces. Mm, it was like, a yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but regardless, like, you know, um, I forgot about that. Why, wait, why was uh, why I saying that Why would you that bring part? that up? No. <laughs> now I'm like, now I'm upset again <laughs> from three never years said, ago. She never said anything to me. Um, except she, I remember Jen later on told me she was so mad that you ate turkey. And I was like, what? She's like, everyone else is vegan and vegetarian. You, you ate turkey at the table. I'm like, I'm so what the fuck am I supposed to? It's Thanksgiving and blah, blah, blah. Something I would never say now, but one time I drank a lot of milk. I, at one point I was drinking two gallons of milk a day. That's nuts. Disgusting. Yeah. I was single-handedly powering the dairy industry. So. Harley sees me drinking milk. <clears throat> I'm very subtly. She goes, um, not your mom, not your milk. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, what did, did someone say, say something? Yeah, and she was like, it's not your mom, not your milk. That milk didn't come from your mom. If you want milk, you should drink your mother's milk. You should go get grandma's milk. <laughs> and I was like, grandma's in Florida. And that would be an awkward as fuck conversation, particularly when I could just go down to the store and buy milk. And she was like, well, you're not supposed to be drinking a cow's milk. And I was like, fuck this. And then later on, like when I became vegan, I was like, oh, she's right. Mm-hmm. Like in with distance, I was just buried in it. I was born in it, raised in it. You don't question it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny. And I consider myself like an educated person who judges other people. Like, you know, people are like I was the member of a cult. I'm like, you fucking dummy. How yeah. could you <laughs> get caught up in that kind of shit? Like you didn't quite think to question it and shit when Jason was uh, using drugs and stuff like, oh, you idiot. How could you become a fucking addict? Like, you didn't see that fucking coming? And I was sitting there eating sugar and fucking getting yeah. drugs. <laughs> so it's a, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who considers himself fucking smart, but never once thought to question what was handed to me, even though people around me 
were doing alternative things like fucking you went vegan. And it's like, you know, I remember feeling bad for you all the time because I was like, uh, let's go here. And you're like, I can't eat anything there. Like we were kind of remember, like you were vegan. And I was like, we're all going to Morton's. And you're like, I literally I'll eat the bread. <laughs> I cannot even eat the bread. <laughs> and then there was like, I guess I can have the lettuce wedge. Like, and I'd be like, oh my God, kiddo. Like, why would you be vegan? That's it's so, so hard to eat. And she's like, well, it's hard to eat at the places that we go to. <laughs> so she kind of did the hard work and made it easy for me when I jumped in and said, oh, we could go here. We could go here. <laughs> That's so true. I actually, that is a real life example that happened. Yeah. I forgot that you at one point were at a very different mindset. <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, well, if she can't eat meat, she can have a salad, right? <laughs> to Morton's Steakhouse. <laughs> and I would also That's be so like, mean. I understand she doesn't want to eat fucking steak, but she can have chicken. And that so I would be like, so veganism is everything. She doesn't. She wants to hug a chicken too. She's not like fucking picky. She, 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 she's vegan. So it did take a minute to understand. Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Would you like to wake and bake with me like three times a week? Uh, would you like to hear me talk to my wife about intimate details about our personal life, which in 21 years of being married ain't really all that exciting anymore? Would you like to hear all the old episodes of Fat Man on Batman, where I used to sit down and record one-on-one interviews with people and stuff. Uh, do you want to listen to old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old? There's one place where you got to go, man. Join me at That Kevin Smith Club. That's right. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, you can join as a clerk or a mall rat or a yoga hoser. We're a fun employee, man. There's all different levels. Uh, but you get access to really cool stuff, including cartoons nobody sees anymore, uh, stand-up specials nobody's ever seen, movies people don't get to see anymore. It's all right there in the Smithsonian screening room, man. And the uh, podcast library is deep, kids. It's deep, man. Except for Hollywood Babylon. That's available at, over at the Ralph Report. So, for everything else, come to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man. And we want to club you. Don't you want to club Kevin Smith? Here's your chance. That Kevin Smith club dot com. Um, but also to, <laughs> I keep, I keep interrupting you. you it's your it's show. You're not fun. interrupting. Well, it's kind of I've fun. I've been interrupting you for you, an hour. I know, but you, you've been interrupting me my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> now I get to, I know, this is really exhilarating for me to stop you. Yeah. Trying to Dad, shut up. I know Dad, what I'm talking about now. Because <laughs> you always know what you're talking about better than me, but I know better than you. Cede the floor to the expert, <laughs> the host of the show. I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Your victory dance okay. went oh, so no, long no, no. Okay, that you I forgot. Remember. I remember what I was going right. to say. <laughs> but I don't blame you because – For what? Uh, for that ignorance for for living in this lie because oh, that's mighty what actually yeah you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but that's i think a big thing because although it may seem to a lot of people that vegans are very accusatory even from the way i've been speaking during this you might think i'm accusatory and i'm not because i was in your exact same position i just i now feel so passionately with the mindset that I have now because of what I know and because of what I've opened my mind to. But I also was at the exact same position where I was like my my best friend in the entire world since I was four, Olivia, went vegan at the same time I went vegetarian. And I was like, why, man? Because she was more stringent than you. Yes. And I, I, I kind of almost did it out of 
out of feeling bad because I didn't want to give it up. So I instead I was just like, why are you doing this? You should just eat cheese still because I didn't want to give it up. And I instead questioned why Olivia was because I did not want to admit that she was right and I was wrong for not giving it up. How does that translate to other people? Because so many people. I think also have that acute awareness in the back of their mind of something saying, Hey, why are you eating this? Ah. You probably shouldn't. And that's why so many people online comment, like, I'm going to go eat three steaks because of this so post. You feel like you'll put up a vegan post. Cause this happens. I saw this happen in your, in your Instagram and stuff. This happens to me all the time every single day. Well, in the <laughs> beginning, when it started happening, like, number one, as a parent, like, you know, I was like, oh my God, this kid, if she gets attacked online. But Harley was raised in the world of the internet, meaning as long as she's been alive, there's been an internet and there's been internet behavior and culture. So for my generation, it was a culture shock to watch people turn savage online and just get really hateful. Like, I hope you fucking die. I'm going to find you and fucking, you know, just Mm -hmm. the shit people do to each other or fucking, you know, the hate forums and stuff like that. Because we lived in a world where that had never existed and suddenly now there's like this unheard of freedom of speech and because of anonymity, people were saying really fucking horrible things. Mm -hmm. So shocking to my generation, you grew up in that world. So you, interestingly enough, never like fucking melted down or broke down based on some internet comment or something the way I thought you would based on the way I had in the past. Like when I first had to deal with like, intense negativity i mean it it definitely sucks it sucks but like it seems like your generation was more well equipped for i agree dealing with it i do so so clearly remember the first vegan thing that i posted which was a campaign for the humane society for meatless mondays which is really just Tame it's the most tame thing I've it's probably not, done. For those since. that don't know, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, there's like uh, the, the one. Uh, there's some vegan folks who are like, "Look, I ain't trying to convert the world. Just go one day without meat. Meatless Mondays will change so much." Which is extremely true because of a supply and demand way of living. So if a lot of if a lot less people eat, stop eating meat or. Uh, words if a lot less people (laughs) were eating meat on one day a week then there would be far less of a demand and that would then translate to the farms where they're like oh well we we have way too much meat than we're selling so let's raise less cows which means less cows killed which means less cows tortured and will trickle down forever Mm. so it's it's an extremely effective i i truly don't believe that everybody has to think my way or or be vegan obviously that would be a very ideal world for me and for Mm -hmm. animals and for the animal rights community but i understand it's hard and i get it and i i I also realize that we've all lived in a world that spreads misinformation and we live in a lot of ignorance uh, and uh, ignorance is bliss so yeah it's a lot easier to not think about how animals are tortured and killed every day by the thousands but at the same time if if you can contribute like meatless mondays that's super helpful so you posted a meatless monday thing what happened the internet 
fucked me up. <laughs> that, that so many people commented awful things. And, and you're in high school at this point. It, 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 it was so awful. I remember because mom and I were together in the car and I posted it because they wanted me to post at a certain time or something. And we were in the car going to Whole Foods. And I opened my phone before we got out of the car and I was just like, what? the fuck because it, it was more hate than i've ever received i'm gonna step you back real quick you said they wanted you to post at a certain time who wanted you to post oh the humane society so had they reached or out month. to you yeah they reached out to me why did they reach out to you because i think at this time i was open about either i don't know if i was openly posting about veganism yet or if i was posting from my vegetarian point of view i don't really and we had already you'd already been in yoga hosers like, why would the Humane Society give a fuck what you had to say? Mm, thanks. <laughs> I'm just wondering how we I got I was to probably the- in yoga hosers. So something where they're like, hey, she, you probably had a bunch of Instagram yeah. followers. And they're like, hey, the fuck yeah. she seems I to had- be down for the cause. And somebody reached out. And yeah. Being reached out to, I would imagine, for somebody like yourself by the Humane Society, would be like me being reached out to by Marvel or DC. Yeah, Comics it's very exciting. I lo- I absolutely love them. <laughs> like, They're doing great work. I, and they yeah, and I was so happy to, and I was like, oh my gosh, yay! Of course, I'll, I want to do my part to help and stuff. And so when you did it yeah. and got smacked, I didn't know what to do. I, I save me. What do I do? <laughs> I, I was like. People are openly harassing me on the internet, and I had never really been exposed to it like that before, yeah, oh, yeah, ever. Fucking, you want to talk about? I was not this kid. ready. No, I wouldn't call it sheltered, but like this child has grown up a single, uh, her own, a, an only child, beloved by all. I okay. Well, since then, I've very few challenges. Been exposed to a whole oh. lot of hate. <laughs> I've grown and changed. This motherfucker, she's been, she has been tempered in raw shit. She yes. was forged <laughs> in the fires of yoga hosers. I've been through <laughs> a lot now. Take almost uh, all the heat that I didn't take spilled over onto her. I like, think I've, I have probably honestly seen it all at this point um, of, uh, in terms of internet hate. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm very, uh, very accustomed to it now. I, I know how to deal with it. Doesn't really bother me that much so that first time though it was shocking and, and particularly for the reason where you're like i thought this was a good well thing. because i thought it was also so tame mm. it is it was a cause it wasn't i was even like you were uh, of the of the pro animal organizations animal rights organizations the humane society was the one we're talking about yeah. of course there's PETA as well and PETA tends to be much more aggressive and i don't agree with their approach to activism at oh, all is that right not at all i don't agree with their approach to activism uh the humane society mm-hmm. something of a superman you know fucking goody goody yeah no that's hands good. on that's, the hips that's a good one yeah Peta, very batman very dark knight very like you know fucking the only way to deal with crime <laughs> is to beat the shit out of it in an alleyway and then Maybe throw it like into arkham asylum the batman who laughs that's all like what a deep cuts po- well done <laughs> thank you I just I do work for. I really like Batman, and I don't feel like I I, face it. Face it, Peter's Batman. No, Dad. No, no. Peter's the Batman who laughs, who is all fucked up looking. It's still on the side of (laughs) who still has the name Batman, but is just a terrifying version of one. (laughs) I I think Batman is more like of a like like a. There's more than two animals. There are more than two. <laughs> really the world yeah, yeah. Just the two. And I, pre- I appreciate 
Peter. Yeah, you're not you're not going like fuck Peter. You're just saying like that's not the way I do it. I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I just so strongly disagree with the way they go about it. I think I think when speaking to people about veganism, you have to actually practice what you preach and be compassionate, which they tend to forget, I think. It's so weird because you know, the, for you there's an extreme which we've mm-hmm. just established and you are somebody else's extreme. Oh yeah, I'm sure people look at me all the time and they're like you militant. Exactly. Piece of fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> Tree hugging fucking green sprout loving piece of fucking swamp thing fucking motherfucker. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> what is So wait, you pose the whole reason we got into PETA was the thing you posted was incredibly tame and it unleashed the beast. Yes. How then like, did you not, when was the next time you went forward with your veganism, like in your Instagram, were you courageous or were you like, I didn't do that for a few months? I can't exactly remember, but I, I've been speaking pretty openly about veganism it for didn't quite back you some down time. A little bit. You weren't like, no, I think in the moment I was like, uh, and my immediate reaction was like, do I delete th- Did I do something wrong? Right. And I, I, I don't think I did delete it, but I definitely, that was a thought in my mind because I just had no idea what to do. Scary when the eye of Sauron falls upon you (laughs) and and it's all, and for the weirdest reason, like it's not like like you were like, I'm going to fucking, you know what? I'm going to pick an internet fight. I'm going to say something controversial. Here's my hot take. You're literally like, maybe I meet on Monday. You don't have to eat meat. You're going to fucking die. That's literally what I I, I felt so threatened. I thought I was going to get hurt. And I was so confused. I was so confused. And I was not an adult. I was in high school. I I really didn't. I wasn't well acquainted with the adult world. I don't give a shit if you were an adult. That's still fucking a hard place where you're like, I'm I'm bad. I'm wrong. I did something bad. It was was very scary. And I, I will never forget it. Just being like, what? just happened what did i do so when did you feel like uh so was there a period then where you're like i'm never gonna fucking talk about this shit or were you just like no i'm fucking i'm sure for a moment there was but then that moment of fear passed so do you you still deal with it whenever you put up something about being vegan oh all the time so strange because who follows just to be like all right, she did it again. I can't wait. I can't wait to bash this <laughs> bitch so hard. <laughs> Fuck your greens. There's there's really no cause. Maybe adopt, don't shop. <laughs> and and animal testing is a lot of th- uh, is a thing that a lot of people can universally agree upon is uh, is bad. <laughs> um, but besides that, there is very little a territory in veganism that i can talk about without getting an immense like wave of hate yeah, after it's true. whenever if, if it, like i if it's come up in my instagram posts or whatever fuck or like on I, twitter i remember the first time you posted something about being vegan and people were like yeah uh fuck you <laughs> there was they weren't like we're gonna cancel kev but there was definitely like oh god you don't have to do that like look everybody is a doctor the moment you tell them what you can do with your own body. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, you don't need to do that. There was a lot of the same sentiment that Dr. Leidenheim said, which is like, <clears throat> there's absolutely nothing wrong with meat in moderation. and Which is a lie. It's not Coming necessarily from a, a lie. It's like there, people have been eating meat for time immemorial and stuff. So there is an argument to be made that like, if that's how you want to live, if that's like your thing, so be it. I ain't trying to take away your fucking meat. Like, 
I, cause I'm, I'm vegan, but I'm also like a more, like I said, uh, I love animals, but at the end of the day, I went vegan, not because I was like, I love animals. I love myself and I went vegan mm-hmm. and stuff. And along the way, you're like, oh yeah, animals. Um, recent news reports say that they're using llamas, um, because llamas have a, uh, incredible fucking immune system or something to develop the vaccine for COVID-19. As an animal rights activist, I don't love that. I mean, it hurts my heart knowing that other living beings have to suffer at I mean, the cost of our suffering. suffering though, I'm, I'm okay. Well, then what are like the dead bags of monkeys that are disposed of from? I was just talking about the llama. No, I know, but I just, I'm <laughs> sad. Bring, oh my God. We I'm, were having such a good time. <laughs> now you've brought dead monkeys I'm into I'm saying it. a lot of them. Oh, look, the monkeys are not the dead. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of the time, yes. uh, medical testing involving it's animals doesn't end super positively. <laughs> part of the story I read didn't include the part where they're like, they've gone through a thousand llamas. Yeah, which is probably the reality <laughs> of it. Because they had a picture of a smiling llama. So I was like, look, he's no, having a good time. Just, <laughs> he wants <no>. to help. <laughs> which is unfortunately not their reality. But at or the marketing. same time, if a small amount of living beings could save thousands of other living beings from dying of this disease millions millions rather regardless of what species they are that it's that's probably the ethical decision to borrow from uh star trek to the wrath of khan (laughs) uh, the uh needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few yes or the one that's what spock was saying (laughs) he was dying in the chamber and then he was like I have been and always shall be your friend. That's sad. So Are you, you're crying. Oh, God. God. It's one of the greatest death scenes in you're movies. Crying. He's so fucking beautiful. He's a Vulcan. He's not, he never shows emotion. I've never seen Star Trek. You don't need to see a bunch of them. I mean, Star Trek, you could, that's the one to see. Star Trek, the wrath, Star Trek II, the wrath of Khan doesn't require a previous knowledge of the series or the movie that went before it. This is not what. <laughs> this is for one of your other podcasts. <laughs> that, that is not what this what podcast is about. What if I told you about. Mr. Spock was vegan? Yeah, well, then that changes. <laughs> there you go. You're the first vegan in space, so fuck you. Um, yeah, man. It is. Uh, <laughs> that is a an example, though, of what we're going to do on the podcast. It ain't going to be us sitting here going like, is it? You know, what, how does an ethical, how should an ethical vegan feel about animal testing, blah, 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 or whatever? These are the questions that I would imagine you get, as well as way more innocent ones, which are like, you know, is cottage cheese vegan? (laughs) (laughs) Very simple things. It's not really (laughs) like that people can fucking, we can get the answer to right away. You can Wikipedia, but we're going to then like collect the questions, like every episode, she's going to collect like three of the questions she gets over the week of like, mm-hmm. Hey man, what about this? And these are questions by V curious people, vegan curious people who are like, you know, I, I've sounds interesting. Like I deal with these cats all the time. Cause ever since I went vegan and I say it after you get past the, you know, some of the fucking initial, Hey, there's a lot of people who are like, huh? Interesting. And then in my case, like nobody looked at the kid and they were like, Oh my God, that fucking, that, 
those ethics sure look good on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> when you're vegan and, and you lose a bunch of weight, oh, 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 people can I... look at you and be like, you look fucking good. What happened? I did not understand what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> um, so you could see an outward symbol of my veganism and go, yeah. like, I don't even have to tell you I'm vegan. <laughs> no, they're like, you look like you lost weight. And I'm like, oh, because I went vegan. But nobody's ever going to be like, hey, you look fucking ethically secure, man. What's what's your secret? And you're I've like, gone. I went vegan. I wish it was like that. <laughs> that would be a nice world to live in. <laughs> so the idea is with questions I get, and I'm no fucking expert. I'm not even close. Like, really not close. In fact, you talk to real vegans and be like, bro, you're not a vegan. You're a dirty vegan. You're one of those fuckers that eats like Beyond Burgers and you think you're vegan. But like, like there are levels to it and shit. And I'm not even at a level where I can answer questions viably to an audience. Um, so the questions I get, the questions the kid gets, we'll gather them um, and then we'll present them to real people. So the kid or, or me, probably the kid. We'll go out and fucking talk to the real. She knows way more vegan experts and shit like that. She's been in the space a lot longer. And, you know, her bringing me into the vegan space as much as she was like, I want to save him life. Dad, go vegan. At the same time, I could tell my kid's strategic. She comes from me. She was like, oh, if I could flip this motherfucker. He's a big get for the community, man. He's got a big mouth. He's got podcasts. 100%. That was like, good for the cause, man. Good for the cause. It's like, yeah, it'll save your life. (laughs) Yes, but in return, you will fucking sing my praises. So we get to uh, hear from the experts, from people who actually like do this shit for a living and get real answers for you rather than the specious bullshit of us going, I don't know, or just taking guesswork or listen to misopinionated over there. We're gonna get you real uh, fucking. Okay. <laughs> we're, gonna you, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna butcher Someone the bullshit. Would like my opinions, also. I like your opinions too. Thank you. Um, uh, we're gonna butcher the bullshit. We're gonna fucking. Uh, what do we say? We're gonna do. We're going to slaughter misinformation. We're slaughtering misinformation. I really want that to be our tag. I know you said that other tagline before, but I, I like this one. Um, I, all right, so I said <laughs> butchering. Uh, bullsh- butchering bullshit, uh, and it was something like, no, it, it was there was another part green. first, yeah, it was a green like gorging greens, butchering bullshit. <laughs> that, <sound> metal. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking metal. But, but your suggestion is, I think slaughtering misinformation makes is more sense very, with vegan abattoir. Yeah, because it that's French, like a French slaughterhouse, right? An abattoir. Uh huh. I mean, yeah. So it's just a slaughterhouse. <laughs> this is a fancy word for yeah, but it's probably it, French. It's French, right? Yeah. Never thought about it until this. Point the, very second i've never heard the word before <laughs> yeah. oh it's fucking you didn't listen to 80s metal that was I mean, uh no i did well, your problem you in the 80s like a huge you judgment. didn't listen to it you, you sat around listening to madonna and you fucking skipped out on in the that. 80s before, 20 years before i was born before you were born you were listening to the wrong music. um abattoir is a slaughterhouse and you're right it is french i hadn't thought about that so um, but the idea of slaughtering misinformation um, ties directly to the name and vegan is in the title so we don't have to say slaughtering vegan misinformation no no yeah just slaughtering misinformation and it's very to the point it looks Didn't very nice i come nice. up with that um I did yeah but I you forgot it. and then i reiterated and you it. It. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea so, i was like this kid does come from my, my jeans <laughs> good you could take credit all right so vegan abattoir slaughtering misinformation that's our aim on the show it ain't to uh 
coaxed. We're convinced it ain't to recruit. It ain't us sitting up here going like, we know and you don't. It ain't judgy at all. It's literally slaughtering misinformation about what? About this vegan world that we find ourselves walking through. Harley Quinn, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in. I was fucking struggling. I was waiting for a say a, a fucking life I thought saver. you didn't want me to interrupt. Throw me a fucking line. I... You're standing there going like, <laughs> she's a good kid. That's all I'm saying. Get off her dick, man. She likes the aminals. Fuck. We all do. Uh, there it is, man. Uh, we're going to uh, be back next week uh, and slaughter more misinformation for you, man. But until then, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Harley Quinn Smith. And you get out of our vegan abattoir. <laughs> That's a cute way to end it. <laughs>